Hey there, I'm Christina, and welcome to my podcast. Nuance Beauty is intended to be a spot where I'll capture some varied thoughts and challenge us to hold to our opinions loosely so that we can see the beauty in others and in ourselves. I want us to dive deeper into those everyday topics or those sticky topics and thoughts that we might shy away from or bulldoze over others with our opinions. Because I think if we all thought exactly the same, there would be no need for anyone else. So let's get nuanced. Welcome back. I know we are just getting started, but I'd like to press pause on the intro series I've got planned ahead and bring a little focus specifically on the holidays. Here's three questions I'd like to pose to guide you into a nuanced conversation with your loved ones. They are, how do you do your Christmas tree? What holiday traditions have you held on to in your family? And has something significant happened that will make this holiday season feel different? Let's start with the Christmas tree. During our dating days, my husband recalls showing me photos of Christmas time, and I guess while looking through his photos, I noted to him that his Christmas tree looked different from year to year. He promptly responded with something like, well, yeah, of course, it's a live tree. I had never had a live Christmas tree in my life, at least not that I remember. I am pretty sure that during the years I lived with my mom, we always got out the boxed Christmas tree from storage. And I have one memory of my dad finding this super old wooden dowel fake tree. The wood was painted green and the big center dowel had a bunch of drilled holes in it where you stuck the branches. I can't even remember what it looked like when we got it all put together, but I have faint memories of the aerosol can of pine tree scent that he found to go with it. On the other hand, my husband's upbringing was a little different. His first job growing up in Wisconsin was pulling pine cones off of Christmas trees at a tree farm. The pine cones caused the branches to droop, and no one wants droopy branches that won't hang an ornament. So he made a whopping $8 an hour pulling pine cones. That was big money for a preteen. It's our first Christmas together, and my husband and I are discussing decorations. He imagined we'd get a live tree, and I didn't see the problem with getting a fake tree. So I went out and bought a small three-foot-tall white tree with matching pink and purple ornaments. I thought it would be awesome to have a colored-themed tree that we could update every year. Meanwhile, my husband researched tree farms. We rented a Home Depot truck and drove nearly two hours to find this farm that already cut down all the trees and had them lined up out front for us to just choose one. 
The guy didn't even know when the trees were cut down. This was not exactly the dreamy tree farm experience my husband was looking to create for us. Then, for the following year, my husband was out at sea working and we were preparing to move cross-country to Seattle for my new job. I don't remember if I even put up a tree that year. But the next year after that, we got on the same page and began buying a real tree each year. A couple of them were bought from a local farmer's market stand in West Seattle. And then once we had our eldest son, we made an effort to always drive out to the farms that let us cut down our own tree. This became a fond tradition for us. The weekend after Thanksgiving, getting up and heading out to a tree farm and finding our own tree, cutting it down, and then enjoying a cup of hot apple cider or hot cocoa at their big red barn on the farm. So, how do you do your Christmas tree? It may say a lot more about you than you realize. On to holiday traditions. What's a holiday tradition that you held on to in your family? This is more of a starting point that leads us into many more questions to ask. At our house, collecting Christmas ornaments over time is a tradition that my husband brought into our family. We'd always pick out one ornament to add to the tree uh, when we went to the Christmas tree farm. And then throughout the year, we'd buy an ornament here or there while traveling or visiting local attractions. Slowly, we are phasing out the cheap, shiny ball ornaments as our collection grows. And it's pretty fun when we pull out everything to get ready to decorate the tree and we recall the memories associated with each ornament. Now, another question might be, do you do an advent calendar? I've always wanted to pick up one of these to mark off each day. Uh, I recently saw a coffee advent calendar, and I was so close to clicking by now. But I passed because it's not in our budget this year. Last year, my son Zeke received a Lego advent calendar, um, and we did a pretty good job of building each part of this Lego city that lasted up until Christmas Day. Then I also remember making a red and green ring um, countdown as a child at school. It was simply the 25 strips of colored paper that you glued together on rings and tore one off each day to track the countdown. One year, our church provided a weekly Advent booklet. It had a song and passage reading and the four candles to light. Our family made it through the first two weeks, improvising with the material provided around the dinner table on Monday nights, but we struggled to see that one through. Aside from the Thanksgiving meal, do you make a certain meal every year? Maybe Christmas dinner is a ham or duck at your house. 
Maybe you make cinnamon rolls and mimosas on Christmas morning. I may partake in this and start a new tradition at our house. Or maybe your family will make and decorate sugar cookies on Christmas Eve and leave them out for Santa with a glass of milk. Is there a particular ritual to opening the Christmas presents? Do you open presents the night before? Do you open all the presents the morning of? Or do you do a combination of both? Another good question might be, do you watch a certain movie every year? Like Charlie Brown Christmas? Or A Christmas Story? Or Love Actually? Or Die Hard? Now, Love Actually is not one I'd recommend for the whole family. It's one that we actually watch in the holidays, but I don't think I'd watch it with family. <laughs> um, and then with Die Hard, uh, my husband brought this suggestion up because I guess that movie takes place at Christmas time, and it is highly disputed if this is a Christmas movie or not. The last question to wrap up our traditions might be who do you spend the holidays with and where do you spend them? I think many families are spread out across the states and I know that some like to return to their parents' home that they grew up in to enjoy the holidays. Others may take turns with their family hosting each year while others might take a vacation to escape the cold. On to our final question. Has something significant happened that will make this holiday season feel different? This year marks the first year of us celebrating the holidays in our new home in Florida. A couple weeks ago, we were reflecting on the many traditions that we had established back in Seattle, like hosting pumpkin carving, before Halloween each year, we would get friends together and make a big pot of chili and have beer and hot apple cider, and everyone would bring a pumpkin to carve. We also liked to host a Friendsgiving for everyone without family in the area. We would reach out to friends who we know that were staying local, and um, we would always make the turkey and one or maybe two sides, and everyone coming would round out the meal. Then, after Thanksgiving, our family would head out to cut down our Christmas tree that weekend. There's just something soothing about a rhythmic tradition that marks the passing of time. While every year is indeed different, this sense of familiarity and continuity brings us comfort. This year will feel different for us. We're in a new place, finding our new friends, and trying to decide what traditions we'd like to create here. This has brought us a sort of melancholy optimism as we know that we need to be patient and present and gracious with ourselves and our boys as we lay down new roots. 
There are many changes that could have come your way this year. Have you moved to a new home or a new state like we have? Have you gotten engaged or married or welcomed a new child to the family? Have you gotten a divorce or lost a family pet this year? Or have you lost a loved one this past year? Whether it's a small difference or a big difference, a happy difference or a sad difference, we've all got a story to share. And I hope you will enjoy finding the beauty in people through a nuanced conversation. Happy holidays. This week's book recommendation is brought to you in the spirit of the holidays. You can probably pick up any of the Harry Potter books and sense the season. Most of these books take place around the holidays in Hogwarts. Uh, and J.K. Rowling really captured a large audience in the mid-90s to today. The illustrated versions being made by Jim K. are very well done, too. I was born in the generation that grew up with Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron. A little confession for this week, though. I've heard the audiobooks of the first couple. And I've enjoyed all the Harry Potter movies, but I have not read all of them. Nope. I know, I know. Can I recommend books I haven't read? For the most part, no, I won't do that. But these books come to mind because they are a go-to reread for my husband. We have a well-worn set on our bookshelf, along with the illustrated books, and they are anxiously awaiting to be read by our son in the coming years. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving me a review or possibly share it with a friend? And if you would like to get in touch, you can send me an email at nuancebeauty at yahoo.com. Take care until next time.